Hey, y'all. Welcome to Co-Parenting Past Chaos, a podcast that gives you a raw and unfiltered insight on marriage, divorce, the crazy adventures of co-parenting, and so much more with your hosts, April and Lauren. Not only are we best friends, we are also the wife and former wife of the same man. Join us each week as we take you on a journey inside our wild and chaotic lives and show you how we were able to forge and maintain a positive co-parenting relationship while collectively parenting a lot of kids with a few husbands. We're definitely not professionals and we'll probably get you into more trouble than you bargained for, but what we do have is a sense of humor, street smarts, and a few decades of experience under our wife, mom, and divorcee Bill. This Saint Your Mama's podcast. Welcome to episode 134 of Co-Parenting Past Chaos. It's cold, y'all. It's cold. It is. We got, I call it snice. You sniced us. <laughs> snow ice this weekend. I had to chill myself out of bed. It was ridiculous. It's sickening cold. Yeah, it's not I don't not know how fun. people live in places that are just cold all the time. I don't either. I am not climatized. My body is not be, set up for that. I am evil. When I'm cold. Right now. Yeah. I'm not happy. I'm just I'd rather not. be hot. Me too. And a lot of my friends will say that it's so disgusting. They hate to be hot, but I would have the sweat dripping Me off too. of every crevice of my body. Yep. Instead of being cold. My hair is better when I'm hot. My skin is better. I'm happier. Yes. I don't mind being hot. Last week, we talked about a woman's intuition. And this week, we're going to discuss fate. Oh, okay. Fate, hey. Do you believe in fate? I don't really know if I do. You think it's written in the stars that our paths are going to cross with this certain person and you're going to be with them forever? Or do you think it's decisions that we make that kind of set the stage for the rest I of I think lives? it's more karmic in the decisions that we make. Then I do fate. I think fate is, for me anyways, kind of just like almost a way to convince yourself that this is oh, the right yeah. thing. So I don't really like the word fate because I, I like to think that everything kind of is happenstance and it's your choices and your actions in your lifetime that got you there or brought you to that person. Well, I've always believed in fate and I've always thought that everything that's going on in my life or that has happened has Got to be because of fate. Mm -hmm. It's just, that's why everything has transpired the way it has. But I do believe that sometimes we can convince ourselves because we want something so bad or because we don't want something so bad, we can convince ourselves that, oh, this is a sign and it shouldn't be this way. When if you just stop and relax, fate or whatever you Mm -hmm. believe in is going to take over and it's going to happen. Absolutely. So what you think is one mistake could take you down the road of life-altering circumstances. I think mistakes are inevitable, but I think that the path you're on is the path that you're paving for yourself. I don't think it was laid out before you necessarily. Now, karmically, I think certain things are, you know, what you put out, it was what you will receive, both good and bad. But I I hope so. Yeah, because I mean, the one thing that we have is our free will. That is the one free thing that we're all given at birth is free will, which means you make your own choices. So, I mean, I don't know if things in my life have aligned because of fate or just based on the choices that I chose to make because of my free will. I took a religion class in college and fell in love with Buddhism. I just love their concept and their ideas on religion and karma is big. Like Mm -hmm. that is what their religion is based on. And that's where I really truly learned what karma was and realized I get to watch it so often. You do. And it's fascinating to me. It's truly, truly fascinating. So do you think that you right now are exactly where you're supposed to be? I do. 
I do. I do believe. I do believe in that. You're you end up exactly where you're supposed to be, whether that's by your own choices or not. I don't know. But like, I do believe that in the moment you are exactly where you're supposed to be. Where do you think you'd be had fate not intervened or my choices had not intervened? Oh, Lord. I, I don't know. That's such a weird thing to even think about. Like, think about Let's go back to high school. OK, we're yeah. in high school. Well, OK, you're in high school because yeah. high school, you know, whatever. But you're in high school. What did you think was going to happen in your life? I think I thought that I was supposed to be on a certain path that was supposed to be college, marriage, kids. Mm hmm. And I think that if I had done everything in that order and had not taken the path that I did take, honestly, I kind of think it would have stunted my growth. I think that I would not be where I am today in my person. Now, not obviously I wouldn't be the same place in my life, but I think as a woman, I would not be the woman I am today had I taken that path. I think I still would have inevitably ended up divorced and or very unhappy in life. I think it just would have taken me longer to get there. I really do agree with you so much on this. And it's just everything that I wanted to say. Obviously, my life started very early going into high school. I think every teenager thinks the same thing. College, job, marriage, Mm -hmm. kids. You don't really think beyond that. No. And then that's just where it stops. Yeah. You don't think of anything else happening or I, I don't know. I just I didn't think of anything bad that could happen. I just thought, oh, I'm just supposed to do these things and check all these boxes. And then it all just works out and you're an adult. Right. And no, and no offense to anybody that lives in my hometown, but I did grow up in a very small town. And I think that it really what you said earlier kind of stunted your growth. Mm-hmm. I think my town maybe could have stunted me. I yeah. wouldn't have been able to learn all the cultures that I've been able to learn and see all the things that I've been able to see and grow in myself. Yeah. Because you just get trapped in this certain way of life. And and two of my best friends that I'm still friends with, and you got to meet them when we went home, we talked about that a little bit last time I was back where I'm from, that some people just get so trapped in that monotony of where they grew up and how they grew up. And they don't get to grow and experience life. And it's really sad. Well, I mean, it could be sad, but I think that every individual is born with different, like different beings. Right. And I, I, for me, and probably for you, I was born with a spirit of the free kind, you know, like I was a free spirited born person and it really didn't matter what life was going to be painted for me. I was always going to have that free spirit and that pushback, that that drive. (laughs) But I mean, for some people, that's not the case. So they don't have that need for freedom or that need for exploration or anything else. To them, they were born with the ability to to ground and to stay grounded and to stay routine and stable. And that's how that's why their life pans out a certain way. And it works for them. We all have what works for us in our level of growth that we're trying to get to. I want to say that I'm like a mutt. You know, I'm Mm -hmm. like a mixture of all these things because I think I was born with a plan. I was born that everything had to be set in stone and laid out. And that's the way I wanted my life to go. It was because, and this is so opposite for a lot of people. And I'm not saying that I didn't have a good upbringing or like a solid foundation of a family, but I did have a different upbringing than you did. Mm -hmm. And so it made me crave even more to have some sort of normalcy and right. plan and things to just go a certain way where you had such a structured life yes. that you wanted 
all this freedom and this like, yes. you know what? I want to do things on a whim. And it really didn't matter if my parents didn't structure me or did structure me. I was going to end up the same. I was the free spirited child. And some of my siblings are, were the same way. Some of them were not. Some of them are the the children that craved, you know, grounding and stability mm-hmm. and, this, and, the, and a plan. And that's how their life is planned out. My brother has had his entire life planned out since he was like 10 and it has so far hit the mark <clears throat> to the age to the year all along the way and he will never change that that I works that. for him I think that's great me on the other hand as I got older I realized oh man maybe I don't want to plan so much I do love trying new things and seeing new things and I do love moving around I wish I would have learned that about myself at a younger age. Well, I think that's where the growth comes into it then, though. I think you needed to be the planner in order to be the level of evolved that you're now at to have the freedom to try on something different. I know for a fact I have never been a planner. And I'm in this place in my life where I feel very, very evolved and I love who I am as a woman. I never would have had that had I not been the free spirit. But now I find that planning comes very naturally and it's kind of nice to have. And I'm really kind of getting obsessed a little bit with stability and being just grounded and stationary. Because when things are so chaotic and out of hand, I have that to fall back on. Mm -hmm. I have a plan. I know what I want. I am grounded. I'm stable in my own self. That It's all going to be okay because fate would have it that... (laughs) She's going to throw you a wrench. Yes. She's going to screw up your life in not necessarily a bad way. Maybe it's in a good way. I thought we could go down the list kind of starting from the beginning. Maybe where we would be had things gone differently. There are events that occur throughout our lives that I think they orchestrate our journey. Mm -hmm. You know? They do. And it doesn't necessarily have anything to do with religion or anything like that. I know there's a plan. I believe that there's a plan. Personally, I don't know that the type of personality I have would have allowed me to venture out and see the world. Had certain events that happened when I was a teenager, had they not happened, I wouldn't be who I am today. Mm -hmm. And it's so hard for me to sit back and say, I'm so glad I was a teen mom. So I'm so glad I was a teen bride. But in a way, I am happy those things happened because had they not, I would have become a stagnant human being. Yeah, you would have you would have missed something and had to learn probably those lessons at a later time in life. And who knows what you would or would not be equipped to handle at that point. I wouldn't be proud of myself like I am today. Yeah. I've watched myself overcome so many things because circumstances led me to teen pregnancy, which also led me away from my hometown where I always felt so safe and comfortable. And I had to go out into this big world and really find myself and yes. find who I was and what I truly wanted. And it took me a really long time. During my marriage to Jerry, I had several horrible things happen and ultimately led to our divorce. But I randomly met this man in Myrtle Beach. And you know me, like I don't do crazy things. Mm-hmm. I really am pretty much, I'm, I follow. You're straight laced. I'm straight laced. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. yeah I'm sa- I play it safe. Okay. But my friends, they were cat calling him and he turns around and he pulls up beside me. And he just points to the back seat of his motorcycle. And I jump on it. I did something out of my comfort zone and I jump on the back of this man's bike and off we rode. I had no cell phone, no wallet, had a bikini top and a mini skirt on. And I just drove with this man. Didn't know his name. I mean, he could have <laughs> sex trafficked me. Who knows? Then a few months later, I met this man's best friend and I ended up marrying that man <gasps> later and having a child with him. Mm. 
had I not done that crazy thing, had fate not happened and this man drove by, I wouldn't have met Roy. Yeah. And married him and had this amazing life. And then Roy and I tried so hard to get back to here. When Roy and I had Tanner, he got out of the Marine Corps. And I think we spent the next six years trying to get back to North Carolina because it was our safety. It was where we met. It was comfortable. It was home. You know, it was home for me, essentially, because you'd been here. I grew up here, basically. Yeah. And we moved back to this perfect little community, the house that we wanted. And a year later, this couple moves in next door. Boom. (laughs) I met my next husband and my best friend in the whole world. Yeah. It's just crazy how all those things line up. It is. To put you right where you're supposed to be. It is. And I try to remind myself of that when I, because for me, the circumstances of my life and the choices I've made have been crazy decision on top of crazy decision. I've gotten not on one motorcycle, but probably 10. Yes. You know, I have taken, (laughs) if it's, if it's a crazy idea, I have chosen to do it knowing full well the consequences because I want to make that choice. And that has ultimately led me to a lot of pain and heartbreak. But looking back on it now, I'm like, well, you know what? I made all those completely ridiculous and immature decisions, irresponsible in so many ways. But had I not, I wouldn't have my children. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't have the hilarious stories that I get to tell you guys all about and, you know, be able to be relatable to so many people's different types of heartbreaks and divorce and share a common ground with the woman that I see is like my sister, essentially. Yes. You know, like we are kindred spirits. And that to me, I guess I look back and I'm like, okay, all those stupid decisions you made, knowing they were dumb and you were probably going to regret them. I don't. I look back now and I'm like, I'm so glad I was that young, wild, reckless girl because she's gone now. And I miss her. She'll come back. Oh, she I prob- know she, she will. She's going to come back when I'm 80 in a nursing home. <laughs> and I'm going to be like, stop showing your boobies at the nursing home, Lauren. Stop touching all the boy nurses. Oh, but yeah. it's so funny to me, out of all the things that have happened, and I've experienced some of the most terrifying roller coaster ride of a lifetime events. Had they not happened, I wouldn't be right here. And I feel like I'm supposed to be. And you get on to me a lot about this because if I'm having a bad day or something's not going right and I'll say, oh, this is for nothing. And I'm so mad. I just wish I would have made a different decision. And you're like, that really makes me mad that you say that because I came out of that decision and it's true. Well, and I look at it this way. I feel like for our age, I have lived, I mean, to be where I'm at in my life, as far as 34 year old woman, I feel like compared to other 34-year-old women, I have lived a double full life. I do feel There is absolutely nothing I have not checked off the bucket list. Things on my bucket list I didn't even put on there that we're able to check off. So I look back on it and I'm like, if things had turned out different, I would probably have such maybe a boring life and feel very sad and feel very much like, what should I, I have done? And my first ex-husband used to say this all the time. He said, you don't ever want to live with the what ifs. You don't. And I don't have any. I really don't. Because my what ifs, knowing myself and my personality would have been like, well, what if I had just taken that trip? Or what if I had just kissed that boy? But I did all those things. So I'm living with no what ifs for me. I thought of this this week. I look back generationally at my family. And when I get down and I'm like, okay, bro, what's next? What's next for us? What are we going to do? 
And I think about my great grandmother. Did she live the life she wanted to or did she just live the life that she was supposed to? Mm-hmm. What about my grandmother? What about my mom? I can tell you for a fact that some of those women did lived not. the lives that they were just dealt. dealt. And I don't want to live the life I was dealt. I don't care what fate says. I'm going to live the life I want. I like to say this. I was born to break generational curses. Mm-hmm. That is why I'm here. That is my purpose. And I am living for every woman that lived before me and that's blood is running through my veins. Every free spirit, every mom that sat at home and didn't know if she was enough or wanted to try this or wanted to have a fun story. I'm that girl. I'm the one that is breaking all of that in my generations. And it's so empowering. It is so beautiful. It is because I have all these women that before me cheering me on and supporting me in my crazy endeavors that I'm sure at one time my mom wished she could break that spirit. But I bet I've done a few things to embarrass my mom and I feel bad. But I think I've also done a lot of things that she's very proud of. Me too. She very much raised me to be a strong and independent woman. And that's what I wanted to be. And I never really thought that's who I was. I felt very stifled, but I don't anymore. You're not. so strong and like... You're cracking wide open. I am. And I look back, 40 is not old. It's not a very long time to be on earth. And I've done a lot of things. Hell As yes, a 40 year have. old, like I've lived the life that <laughs> 90 year olds you have, though. haven't lived. You have. You've lived the life that some 25 year olds will never get to live or never have. You've done things that like I are don't feel so. <laughs> you're 26. I'm okay. sorry. <laughs> it's okay. <gasps> I love that fate is a messy bitch. Mm-hmm. Because she's been so messy in both of our lives, lots of times. Here's where I get angry. She could have saved me a lot <laughs> of pain and suffering had she not been so extra. Like, no need for theatrics. Just a simple, hey, sweetie, let's do this instead of this. But that's where living and learning. Yeah, you know? well, you know, when the universe feels like you've leveled up, it just hands you your next dose of psycho and is like, here, you're ready to level up again, bitch. Let me hand you more. There you go. But I want to just know where I, I remember being young and thinking, where do you belong? Where are you supposed to be? What are you supposed to do? I'm glad I didn't figure all that out then because it would have been a boring ride. I probably wouldn't have enjoyed it. I remember eventually telling myself in my early 20s, I don't want to settle with one thing. I want to do it all. Oh, yes. And so that's what I've chosen to do. I am not going to die having had one career and one hobby or one interest for the rest of my life and or not one love either. You know, <laughs> no, we, we have checked that box. We've had several loves. Okay? I'm going to do it. Absolutely all. I'm going to do all of it. I know. We talked about this in an episode before. Can you have it all? Yeah. Maybe not all at once, but you can. Whatever your all looks like. And, and there, and it's okay if, if you want to be the person that does have the same career. As long as you love it. You know, you want to stay in that same career for the rest of your life. That's great. It's not for me because I want to live and learn. I want to experience so many different things. I don't think that's for everybody. I think we all have our own box and we all have dreams or wants outside of that box. I think it's just some of us. Some of us get there in a straight line. Some uh of us take the detours. Some of us jump. Some of us, you know, put put dynamite in front of the box and blow it up and say F the box. And build a new one. Yeah. You can stay in the box. You can like visit and not visit. I mean, I think that we all have a variation of that at some, yeah. at some degree. Take a chance. I think that we get so, as women especially, you get so focused on doing everything the right way. 
and making sure that you're doing all the right things. But how do you know what the right thing is? How do you know what you're doing unless you take a chance and you try out all these different things until you find what it is that truly makes you so incredibly happy that you don't have to sit around and think, why am I here? What am I doing? And I always like to remind people that even if it doesn't work out, you're going to have a hell of a story at the end of the day. Take it from two women that have a lot of stories. <laughs> a lot, a lot of stories. So fate isn't something that we just believe in to comfort ourselves in bad times or something that we can celebrate in good times. I think it's what you make it. Mm-hmm. I right? agree. I do agree. I mean, isn't that everything in life? We're so set on getting to the next thing that we forget to like just realize what's, what's here. right here. Yeah. That's like, me. I'm so guilty. Oh, I'm extremely guilty. Yes. I don't even get it. I can't even enjoy this piece of cake because I'm thinking about, oh, what am I going to try next? But we're making the memories, the memories that we're going to think about later and tell about later are the ones that are in the moment present. The little details. The little details are the story. Present's scary. You know? Yeah. I mean, it's not fun because literally I'm trying to think, listen, we need to re-listen to this podcast ourselves because (laughs) we need to take our own advice. That's funny. A lot of times we choose topics randomly. Like Mm -hmm. something could happen. You know, we could plan a topic out six weeks from now or something could happen and we're like, okay, we got to discuss this right now. This one is something I think we both probably need to hear Mm -hmm. that, you know, we've made a plan and we thought that this is how it's going to be. But things just get screwed up sometimes. They do. And I'm not living on plan. I mean, I I can, but I just, I'm trying to just live in whatever this moment is supposed to be. You know what? We're all living on borrowed time. It's true. And you got to make the most of the time that you have left. And I'm not going to sit here and just pity myself and worry like, I'm 40. What am I supposed to do? Where am I supposed to go? What does it look like? Well, enjoy what you have right now. And there's so many things that are going on. That we can enjoy Mm -hmm. and need to just let fate or karma or whatever it is take hold. Take hold. Is there someone or something in your life that you've tried so hard to get away from, but it seemed nearly impossible? Oh my God. All like, (laughs) yes, all the time. Yeah. I mean, I've been in relationships like that. I will say that I have a couple of relationships in the current present that I don't think I will be able to, to, I know for a fact, ever get away from. Yeah, it's a struggle because I question, was I supposed to be here? Am I supposed to be here long term? What is the, I always look for the purpose of things or the lesson in them. Lesson. What is this teaching me? Hurry up and teach it faster because Mm -hmm. I'm not learning, obviously. That's, I think one thing is that I've ran from myself and now I'm running towards myself because I'm finding that person and who she's supposed to be and what I want her to look like there's also been people (laughs) that Mm -hmm. I've ran from like you said you want to know why why is this happening what am I supposed to be learning from it okay fate it's it's now time for you to intervene and give me the lesson or Or don't the next spot yeah just mm-hmm. do what you have to do because I'm I'm ready to get out of here. Yeah. The answer, I wish it was that simple. It's not. It's never that simple. No. Life just isn't simple. No one is ever going to come and save you. No one. You got to save yourself. Yep. No one's going to get you out. No one's going to tell you what to do. No one is going to wake you up in the morning. No one's going to motivate you. No one is coming. You. You are the answer. I'm the answer. Yeah. I know. It's harsh. It's me. April. <laughs> I'm in here. 
Okay, y'all, get in touch with us. We love to hear from our listeners. Send us topics that you'd like to discuss. And if you want to learn more about us and hear all of our stories from the beginning of this chaos, check out our website, pastchaos.com. I'm going to make a promise right now. So I want everybody to hold me accountable. We've been wanting to make some changes to our social media, really, I think, to our brand in Mm -hmm. general. Instead of doing that, we kind of took a break and just stopped. And it really has bothered. I think it's bothered both of us, but it's really bothered me because even though we aren't able to divulge everything that's currently happening in our lives, it doesn't mean that we have to ghost everyone. In the beginning of all this, we made a commitment to our followers, but not just you guys. We made it to ourselves. And I want to make sure that we follow through. So even though things may look a little different because we want to start going in an alternate direction Mm -hmm. with all of our things, I'm making a promise that we're going to be more active on our social media accounts. I know things that I like to get out of other people's posts, and I want people to get that from ours. So we're going to be fulfilling ourselves to our followers. But just know that we do have a lot going on and be patient with us while we transition into this new territory that we're doing. But we're going to do a new photo shoot, and that's going to be fun. That will be exciting. Because we miss those, and that's going to happen, and we're going to look sexy, because, you know. I'm not feeling sexy I don't feel sexy, but we got Photoshop for that, okay? (gasps) Also remember that you can stream the full season of You, Me, and My Ex on Discovery+. Plus. I have a question for you. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I'm going to let you get started, but (laughs) I got a question. Okay. Do you think it's possible... To go so long without having sex that you legitimately forget how to do it. I don't know. It's never been that long for me. (laughs) Well, I'm going to ask somebody that actually has the answer to this. It's clearly not you. It's not going to be me. Uh, Because, no, I think it's like riding a bike, though. It's like riding a bike. That's what I hear from other people that don't have it for long periods of time. Okay. (laughs) Asking for a friend. Yeah, asking for a friend. Okay. So I don't have really a sexcapade story, but I will call you out on something. Me? Yeah. Oh, dear. A little bit. Okay. Okay, So back in the day when I was very much single, April thought it was hilarious to try and set me up with different people that she would deem as (laughs) suitable. And let me just tell you. Obviously, her picker is already off. So I don't know why she thought that I married your ex husband. Exactly. Why would you do it? Why are you believing me? I don't know, but okay. she was convinced. As long as you had like a PhD or you were an attorney or had some sort of like well accrued business, you were a candidate. You that's all you had. That's all they needed. Yes. She checked no other <laughs> stipulations. Wow. Well, oh, one oh. of these individuals. Who she gave my number to was an attorney. And, you know, that's all she cared. She's like, you'll be set, Lori. It's an attorney. Well, I didn't even go as far as to ever go on a first date with him. I'm sorry to break your heart. But just because we're sad, but the dialogue back and forth was enough for me to say, hell no. Mm. Anyways, I ran into said person (laughs) for the first time. This has been three years since this setup. Three years. Did not think he would, A, remember me. Oh, God, he did he? Oh, yeah. Oh, he He contacted my employer, who he knows, because, you know, it's a small town. Everybody knows everybody. Asking about the girl sitting next to her, because I had to go to court last week, and uh, how she knew me. And I just, and I saw him in person. So, like, here it is. A, you are a terrible friend. I'm not. (laughs) I'm not a terrible I'm going to say. I was trying to get you to be a kept woman. <laughs> not wanting to be kept like that. Maybe you, that, that was like kept in a basement. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you like dark things. 
things. Okay, <laughs> true. <laughs> That's all the time we have for tonight. Thanks so much for listening and hanging out with us. If you'd like to find out more about the Kirks and our big blended family, visit our website at pastchaos.com. Make sure you don't miss out on any of this train wreck and chaos by hitting the subscribe button. If you really want to get personal, follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Be sure to tune in every Sunday when we release new episodes. We would really appreciate it if you would subscribe to and review our podcast. And just so y'all know, we love Jesus, but we cuss a little. 